to the Whatnots Reactor Core number 89. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, Hello. how is your spooky season going? <laughs> it's good. It's sometimes it's really spooky, and other times I, I'm in a spooky mood, but it's the middle of the day, and there's no clouds, and it's all sunshine, and I'm like, get out of here. Go. <laughs> Darkness, come to me. <laughs> right. At least have, like, some wind come in and, like, blow the leaves from the trees. No. Right. It's sunlight. The air is still. There sometimes <laughs> the weather doesn't cooperate when you're in a really spooky mood. Oh, well, uh, Melissa, we are here to talk about Marvel's special presentation, Werewolf by Night. I'm excited to dive into this one. This has been an interesting one to kind of watch the news cycle of, too, because it's yeah. it had always been kind of like a terribly kept secret of like, we know this is a thing. We know Michael Giacchino. Is it Giacchino or Giacchino? Because I've heard both of them. And I'm I want to sure say Giacchino, but okay, well, I'd, I I'd have to. Giacchino. We'll have to find an interview with the man. I'm sure he's fascinating. Yeah. Um, we, we knew that he was the one making it, but for the longest time, Marvel hadn't officially announced it. Uh, and it wasn't until recently that we finally got a trailer and they were like, yes, it's a real thing and it will be out this October just in a couple weeks here. Uh, yeah. And it, here we are. It's finally a thing. We have watched it. Melissa, what did you think? <laughs> this was fantastic. The From the initially, I think maybe we knew it was going to be in black and white. It was going to be styled after an old movie. To see the proof of concept, that trailer from D23 was, I think, the highlight of the entire event for me was that trailer and then to watch the whole thing play out in front of you they were right about how bloody this is and you just don't realize it because it's in black and white like this is gruesome this is eerie the whole thing feels like a dream it's yeah. shot and designed so well it is an absolute treat this is a full king-size snickers of a, a piece of entertainment i agree i i had really high hopes for mm. this going in like knowing yeah that they were gonna do this black and white thing that is paying homage to uh like old universal monster movies from the wolf man to dracula and king kong and all that stuff uh i had high hopes because this is something that i've wanted the MCU to really double down on for the longest time mm -hmm. really go hard on a specific genre like if yeah. you if you want to do like a horror MCU movie thing, do it. Don't don't mm -hmm. don't like half ass the, the just do it. And I think this is the or one of the first times that we've truly gotten this. I think there's a couple other examples in the MCU mm. that I think you could point to, but nothing as visually obvious as like oh yes yeah this is a universal monster maovi uh and this did not disappoint i loved this i thought this was fantastic um, uh -huh. I, I think also something else that's really neat about this is you don't need to know anything about the mcu no they mentioned the avengers one time at the start yeah and that's it Boom. right you it's like yeah 
It's like you've seen the Avengers. You know that world. This is the underworld of that. Like (laughs) you could show this to your grandparents and they'll be able to get into it. I do appreciate that. You don't need anything going in. And it doesn't really overtly set up a lot going forward. We imagine we could see the surviving characters again, but there's no clear sense of when and where they are and how they might be connected to the rest of the world. And I kind of like that, that this isn't a stepping stone to something else. It's a big, cool, shiny rock all on its own. Yeah, there there is no like the werewolf will return in Avengers Kang Infinity. Right. Like there's none of that. I, f- I forget what all the names are of the upcoming Kang stuff. Dynasty, is Kang Dynasty uh, and Secret Wars. <laughs> I imagine we're going to see everybody in Secret Wars. I just presume if I don't see him again before then, I'll see you at Secret Wars. This is what I write in their yearbooks after summer vacation. Hags. Thanks for a great year. See you in Secret Wars. (laughs) (laughs) S-Y-I-S-W. Sysum. Right? (laughs) I don't know. Have a kick-ass Secret Wars. (laughs) This was fantastic, though. I I think this if you have not started uh, like your spooky month, like I'm going to watch a bunch of scary movies kind of thing. I think this is a great one to start on. Yeah, Uh, it really gets into the mood. It really gets into the vibe. Uh, I think it also subverts a lot of that, too, and flips it um, Mm -hmm. and and, in some really, really interesting ways. so, yeah, if, if if you were on the fence or was like, I don't know if I'm into the Marvel stuff or uh, maybe I stopped after Endgame and was like, I think that's a good point to jump mm. off. But you were maybe interested in in this. I say go ch- check it out because you need no prior knowledge. And it mm-hmm. was fantastic. So good stuff with that. Uh, well, I, I feel like we're not going to spend a whole hour or something on this but i will say like hey from here on out there will be spoilers so i'm gonna run Mm. our spoiler graphic thing here so yes let's dive in to all of the stuff uh let let, let's start with let's start with the the new opening fanfare thing fun that was neat too Yeah. yeah Yeah, it it starts out with the n- normal like Marvel Studios thing, but then there's claw marks on it. It turns to black and white. It starts to go more into this like Latin, almost Gregorian chants like v- mm-hmm. version of of the MCU uh, theme song. That was neat. I love when we get these like different versions of of the, this this opening stinger. Um, that's always a fun time. But then the the thing that I, I guess I was not super expecting, I don't know if this is something we knew. I didn't know the the, the Bloodstone f- family was going to be in this. I did I'd not, heard that. I, 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 I knew that we were going to see Elsa Bloodstone. Didn't know who Elsa Bloodstone was, but I knew that name was the name of this character I saw in the trailer. Maybe I knew that. I don't know. Like I, I, I heard the the name the b- 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 the Bloodstones, and I was like, oh, oh, this is where we're going. <laughs> okay, this is neat. I like this. Um, 
Elsa Bloodstone, I, I don't know too much about the character. I know she is a monster hunter in the comics. She is kind of the black sheep of her family. Uh, mm. And yeah, she comes from a family of monster hunters. I've seen her. I can probably count on a single hand the number of times I like she's popped up in comics that I've read and stuff. Yes, Melissa. From more the or less. More or less than Crusher Creel. What's your Crusher Creel number? So I've got some sort of a baseline. I, I feel like I've seen Crusher Creel more in popular okay. media. Period. Oh. <laughs> Household name Crusher Creel. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's he was in Agents of Shield as a fairly reoccurring character was in wow. the Mighty Thor comics that we read on the review yes. show um, in the Netflix, like mentioned in the Netflix Daredevil show. Uh, OK. Yeah. So like I, I like I've. Yeah, that's OK. OK. That's all I know. <laughs> so she's more obscure than Crusher Creel. I'm going to set him as my baseline for all characters going forward. <laughs> this is the Creel, the Creel <laughs> la, 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 line, right? The Creel yeah. theory. Um, yeah, I, I was excited to see the, the Bloodstones in this. I always get Elsa Bloodstone mixed up with. And again, I'm forgetting her name. The I think she's going to be in Secret Invasion. Used to lead Sword Abigail Brand. Oh, um, yes. Yeah. I I always get those two mixed up of like who's who and who's what. I know one has green hair in the comics and used to run Sword, but that's it. Um. But yeah, it just it's an all new direction for yeah. the mcu that i'm that i was really really excited to see here and i think this ended up serving as kind of a backdoor pilot so to speak of mm. a, a, or like an, an introduction to elsa bloodstone well, what did you think of her i liked her i like that we've got her context in being a black sheep to her family but we have no idea what the rest of her life is I, I really like how much character they're able to set up and how much they're able to leave open in the length that this special is. We know her really well on one facet and then the other ones are a really fun mystery. You know, when did she leave home? What did she go on to do? Does she fight monsters her own way in mm -hmm. her own spare time, separate of this whole monster fighting society? Or did she just go get like a desk job? And sometimes she fights monsters on weekends. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I I liked her a lot, too. She she reminded me a lot of Kristen Ritter's Jessica Jones from the, mm. the Netflix. I was like, what if Jessica Jones was a monster hunter instead? Um, and I, I liked that vibe. I don't know if that is truly what the character will be. Um, but that is at least the vibe that I got from this thing and i enjoyed that a ton um i hope we get to see more of her yeah. again i i hope she appears in blade or if we ever get a midnight suns movie or even some like monsters unleashed uh thing i i just hope that we get uh more of her that would be great mm -hmm. that'd be great but the titular werewolf 
what did you think of uh of our our werewolf friend here jack it takes a long time to introduce the werewolf concept actually that doesn't show up until like into the second act yeah we 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 do see him at the start like the character that plays him we we see him yes, like he's he's the there start. the whole time but you don't know he's a werewolf until pretty deep into the special like he he alludes to it like when he's talking to Elsa about how you know you've got this family legacy you're carrying I've got a family legacy I'm carrying I'm really trying hard not to be the same have the same situations happen to me that happened to like my parents like mm-hmm. he says things that can allude to it, but yeah, uh, you have to wait a while to get the werewolf, but I think the werewolf is worth waiting for. Very satisfying indeed. Absolutely looks and moves and feels yeah. like these old universal monsters. Um, yeah, I, I, I loved it. I think a theme for me of this and I think one of my my biggest disappointments, which Mm. again, I I was not disappointed by this at all. But if I can say like, I think that was the most disappointing thing is I feel like this this special expertly crafted what they told you of the characters enough to get you interested and enough to know just exactly what you needed to know and hint at the right things but then i just i i also felt like i this was not enough like i i i don't know enough about these characters to really form uh like oh yes i i feel like i know who jack is or i feel like i know who elsa is uh Mm. or ted which we will talk about in a sec here uh but that that is the one thing of just like Ah, I I wish there was like half an hour more. Just make this a movie, right? Just like mm-hmm. that. I I think this would have worked as a full length yeah. movie. I think this would have been fantastic. And I'm kind of wondering why it was not. Like I, I like I think, the idea of it being like a throwback TV special. Sure, like so few yeah. things do a special anymore. It does get blown up into a feature film or a series. I really like that they're like, nope, here's 50 minutes in and out. Uh, we don't know yet when you'll see him again. Yeah. <laughs> you'll just have to be patient. You and I on one of our uh, uh, other podcasts, The Captain's Log, was talking about how Armor Wars got moved from a Disney Plus show to now being a movie, but that we weren't sure if it was a movie that would be getting a theatrical release. Mm. Maybe this is one that would just go straight to Disney Plus or who knows what. Like, that's kind of what I'm wondering. Like, why why didn't they just make this? Yeah, it, it is still a special presentation, but it's just an hour and a half movie that went straight to Disney Plus. Mm. Um, something like that could have been neat. But man, I just I want more. I want I need more. <laughs> <laughs> I I love what we get to learn about these characters. Our, our main character, Jack, he's got a real lovely sort of genial, d- gentle demeanor when yeah. we meet him before he turns into a werewolf. I really like that he's got this paint on his face that's reminiscent of the Dia de los Muertos skulls purposefully. Uh, and then when he transforms into a werewolf, it's still there. Like he's covered yeah. with werewolf hair, but his skin like still has the paint on it. 
I like that that part of his identity is so consistent, like in any form that you see him in. I really look forward to getting to know him better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, are there specific ancestors he wants to honor? You know, did he have a positive relationship with his parents or with his grandparents? You know, is he part of a legacy that people know? Were the people in his town aware of the werewolves? Were they frightened of the werewolves? There's a lot to tell about him. But I look forward to it. Like, I think the absences this narrative leaves are well chosen. And it makes you excited for when they're going to get filled in in the future. Absolutely. Uh, kind of the 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 twist of this is that all of these monster hunters are brought together uh, to basically conduct this hunt uh, in mm-hmm. this maze. They, it look, it's the same architecture style as like those MC Asher paintings. I loved the maze so much. All twisted, but that maze looked fantastic. Yeah, I love that it is just like stark and blocky and like so obviously constructed to be a maze. Like they didn't just take over a small town they found somewhere. They built this labyrinth on purpose and it's, it's got just sort of like ground. Yeah. Yeah. It's just got like blocks and platforms and like little like sets of six stairs that go nowhere. It feels like a very classy, spooky version of a laser tag arena in sure, like a yeah. really good way. <laughs> I I love it. I love that it's it, it, I love the use of plants that one area where Elsa's fighting the guy and she like rips his arm off. There's like platforms set into the ground and these really interesting like plants growing up through the cracks in all of the platforms. The greenery design was wonderful. They picked because it is black and white. They picked plants with really interesting shapes to them. Mm-hmm. I I love that it is this unsettling like liminal space that exists exactly for one thing and there's a mausoleum in there but otherwise nothing no space that they're in serves a purpose other than running and hunting and hiding and escaping yeah yeah um and they they are they are in this maze to do a hunt to see who will get this bloodstone the the one who Mm. wins the hunt the last survivor the one that kills the monster will get this blood st- this bloodstone uh and jack is in there in this hunt he was picked to go first into this this thing and he encounters the monster and this arm comes out and grabs him and you think well that's it for this dude but then he goes oh hey hey buddy old pal so sweet and and that is the twist is that he knows this monster and he's good friends with him. Uh, and we learn that the monster's name is Ted and it is, in fact, man thing. It is Marvel Comics's ver- ver- version of Swamp Thing uh, from mm-hmm. DC Comics there. Uh, and yeah, Swamp or man thing looked fantastic. Ted was great. I loved him. Yes, yes. He gets so much personality across, even though he doesn't speak. He sort of garbles and makes noises. His visual design is so cool. I love the one shot you get at him at the end when you can really get a good look at him. I don't know from Man-Thing. I know that is the name of a creature. I think maybe you did tell me once that is the equivalent of Swamp Thing. 
but I didn't know like what he looked like, what his backstory was. I didn't know he was a man at one point before he was a man thing and he had a mm-hmm. man name. So his name is Ted. <laughs> <laughs> so, so charming. Yes. And yeah. I love that that is Jack's mission is he's he, he doesn't care about the bloodstone. He's here just to break his friend, the monster out of the training labyrinth. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it seems like they have a lot of history. What did you think of their relationship together? Did Because I, I got the kind of subtext that they were in some kind of relationship together. Maybe they're Possibly. gay. I don't know. Uh, I don't it, know. It's it unclear. Seems like they were, it's not defined exactly. Uh, it but, seems like they are at least very, very good longtime friends. Yes. At the very, very least. Very close. That. The only other like evidence that kind of points to that is I don't remember the name of the like Scottish uh, dude. But at the start, when he meets Jack, he's kind of hitting on Jack just a little, little bit. Right. And I feel like there is this implication that Jack is gay or that it, mm. even within the, like the monster hunting community, maybe they know that already because like mm. they they might not have met, but they seem to have like a certain respect of like, oh, I've heard of you. Yeah. Like I, I know who you are. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I'm I'm wondering if that is a thing or not. But what did you think? Ah, I, I thought the relationship was very sweet between Jack and Ted, no matter what it is. I, I and I look forward to getting to know them better and like what the relationship is with each other. And if, you know, how far it goes back and if Jack knew him before he was man thing. Yeah. If he knew Ted, human Ted before. Yeah. Because they 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 have like the at the end after the werewolf has escaped and man thing goes out to follow him. uh, It's kind of implied that man thing found him, built this little like wooden teepee thing out of sticks to like surround him and also Mm -hmm. went back to go get the record player so that he could play music for him. He has a French press full of coffee. It is that is very domestic the, the scene they have at the very end that, right it, it, sure. it is v- v- very much like hey i care deeply for you i yes, wanted yes. it to be like when you woke up and came to i want you to be as comfortable as possible uh but mm-hmm. you see you, you see um man thing with this little like dandelion yeah uh, thing on 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 him which might just be growing on him but it's mm-hmm. unclear or uh, he placed it there purposely as a, a boutonniere as a style abs- element absolutely that that could be a thing and then the mug that he gives to jack has a dandelion all on oh. it so I don't know if he just likes dandelions. Right. I- you know, it's it's a symbol of some sort of bond. I think about Natasha wearing the necklace with the tiny arrow on it in Winter Soldier to symbolize her friendship with Clint. It's definitely a symbol, like whether it's romantic or just Absolutely. very, very strongly bonded, like longtime platonic friendship. I, I love it either way. I think it is very sweet. Yeah, I, I think... If if you think of the dandelion as a symbol, right, as a metaphor mm. for something, you could even read into that as like a love for dead things. 
right? Because those those like white things that you blow on mm-hmm. and they all float in the wind. Yeah. That's just a dead dandelion. Those are the seeds mm-hmm. of, of, mm-hmm. of of them. And kids love them. But also if you're trying to like upkeep a lawn, like they, they're, they're a nightmare. You don't like, oh, no, 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 don't blow on that because it's just going to spread mm. and it's going to get everywhere. But it is like this dead thing that people kind of love to or interact a with. weed. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah like, it's the yellow dandelion, thing. the dandelion weed. Yeah, something that you, something that is a scourge that people yes. are trying to exterminate. Yeah, and I, I think the relationship between the two is kind of that. It, it, it is this yeah. like love and fascination for this thing that is often considered a, a, a bad thing or a negative mm. thing. Mm-hmm. There, uh, so that's that's an an, an interesting one. Um, yeah, I, I think at the end of the day, I I just I want more. I I hope I hope they are building to some kind of yeah. like Midnight Suns or we get to see them again in Blade. Uh, I had a feeling that mm. that that picture of that c- creature with the two fangs yeah. in the middle. Also, it was the same one that was uh, they mm. had the b- 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 bust uh, of it hanging up on their wall like a trophy. I have a feeling that's Dracula. It Ooh. seems to be a vampire, this bat type of thing. Uh, the Latin in there, according to the new rock stars, uh, Easter yeah. egg b- breakdown thing, seems to imply it is this kind of vampiric bat thing. Uh, but the yeah, the, the fact that uh, Jack is like, I've tussled with that one multiple no. t- times. Yeah. I, I, I just I just have a hunch that's like, I wonder if that's Dracula. I don't know if it's literally Dracula. Of course, I don't know how Dracula is in the Marvel lore. Dracula is a public domain character that anybody can pick up and and morph and change and adapt into whatever they need for a character. Yeah, but I it it just have vampire vibes. I can see that becoming part of the vampire lore in Blade. Yeah, and and it it might it might not be Dracula. It just might be a really strong, well known vampire. Because uh, yeah, we do have Blade coming up eventually. We know he will be yeah. hunting vampires and stuff. I mm. I don't see why they wouldn't put Dracula as a character in that in that movie. Um, so yeah, like I, I, I feel like there's, the, the, as as I kind of mentioned before, it's so expertly packed full of the right details to make you interested and mm-hmm. know the right things about characters. I I feel like this is packed with more Easter eggs than we know. Yeah, it, the, the monsters that, that are on the wall, the Latin that's on the wall, all of these murals, the swords that were there mm-hmm. and they used. I feel like this is an introduction to a world that we don't know yet. And in stuff like Agatha Coven of Harkness or Blade or who, who knows what, we will start to be like, we saw that in Werewolf by Night. Now I know what that yeah. is. OK, like I'm I'm interested to know what will be a recurring thing in there or a, a tip of the hat of like a huh that was a picture of the wendigo and you didn't know you thought that was Bigfoot. i love wendigos right yeah um 
yeah, I, I don't know, but I, I had a blast with this. I, I thought this was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Just sets the mood so well. I was disappointed that I had to watch it today. And like I well, like I closed my blinds. I tried to make my room as dark as possible, but I can see like the little bit of sunlight out the blinds. It's like middle <laughs> of the afternoon. It's so bright. Like this is made for a drizzly gray afternoon. That's yeah. when you're supposed to watch it, I think. Yeah, yeah. Last thing I will say about this is I think it had some really interesting character design, too. We mm-hmm. get a number of these hunters that we don't really learn too much about because uh, by the end, they're all dead, 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 dead. But just interesting design. We don't know if yeah. they, like there was that one character who was really, really tall in that really yeah. skinny white outfit. Like it, yes. they almost felt like they were an alien or something, which I yeah. assume that they are not because of <laughs> the way this monster hunting yeah. thing works. They wanted to get rid yeah, of those I'd... monsters. But yeah, just fascinating. Yeah. look. And they're wearing like fur. And the fur makes the, that character feel a little bit more creature like. Uh, yeah, like close to the monsters, maybe in a way where like they are a, a tracker, you know, like, like they've really gotten inside the head of the various monsters or like that's their particular specialty, you know, like and it's all white fur. It's like I hunt the monsters of the north. Yeah. Yeah. Take be warned all you Yeti and fear me. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that, that stuff. Um, yeah, I, I had a blast with this. Please go check it out if you have not. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Because uh, I, I yeah, more of this, please. Stunning. Right. So atmospheric. I love it aesthetically so much. I was telling my mom about this and how it was in black and white. And she's like. I've never read a comic book that's in black and white. <laughs> She's there's like, well, would a lot the of- comic book be in color? Why is the movie in black and white? I love how much <laughs> uh, genre influence it has uh, to the old horror movies. And it's got some amazing kills in it. If you're the horror movie fan who loves the like dramatic bloody kills and the really interesting like choreography and effects of that there's good stuff in here yeah there there are some like i i wouldn't say this is particularly gory but i think for the mcu there were a, cu- a couple gruesome kills in, in oh, here yeah. that was just like oh okay hello yeah yeah, I, yeah they are gruesome i think the the gore of it is shielded so much by the fact that it's in black and white although there's the one incredible shot where werewolf by night is fighting his way through that hallway with like the blood splatter on the camera and the camera is pushing in on this scene as just like as the big door at the end is the screen yeah. yeah and the big door at the end is like slowly closing and like he could run away at any time but he's like i gotta fight all these guards yeah. all these guards that look very much like tva guards but they're never referred to by name it's never clarified like exactly who they are or where they came from i kind of dig that i love how just bloodstone security force somehow they've got those sort of like taser baton things that like the the tva hunters have yeah i like how mysterious and like open-ended and unexplained everything is i think they really picked what they were going to explain and what they weren't 
uh, very wisely. Yeah, I, 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 I know uh, the next kind of like short special thing that we're getting is the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Yes, uh, yes. Th- we already kind of know what the Guardians vibe is like, but we don't know what it would be like for a holiday special. Uh, so that will be an interesting one to think about. But I hope we get more just kind of one off presentations like mm-hmm. this, because um, that that I think will really help to introduce new characters new concepts said like test out like hey can we go down this genre is this something people would like uh and Mm. then explore it more in a show or a movie or something because yeah that was amazing Mm -hmm. good stuff good stuff i'm so happy they experimented and the experiment definitely paid off it worked fabulous stuff uh i think that's about it for our reaction mm-hmm. our review spoiler discussion thing uh so yeah that is about it melissa where can the people find you on the internet you can find me on twitter and instagram at wilkywit that's w-i-l-k-y-w-i-t and listen to my other podcast saturday morning obscurities a show I co-host with my brother James about weird old kid shows you feel like only you remember. And we are gearing up for quite a Halloween month over there. Good stuff. Uh, you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. Uh, if you guys would like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. Uh, stay tuned to our YouTube page and, and here on the Reactor Core because the, the finale of She-Hulk uh, is this mm-hmm. next week. Uh, so stay tuned for all of that. This has been number 89 of The Whatnots Reactor Core. Uh, go like, share, subscribe, and we will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.